Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to inspire you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. Hey, welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, and we're going to try and do video once again, which we haven't done in a while, but we want to give it a shot. Uh, We are going to make some shifts today, and here's how we're going to shift I just want you to know something. When I started this journey of relationship and training people in relationship, how to be better at relationship, how to do this well, I really wanted to help men. I've really wanted to help men uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I think men aren't great at this. The statistics show that men uh, suffer from a lack of friendships. The average man in America has less than one friend they can count on at any time, day or night. Less than one. That is a low, low number. And men just aren't great at relationship. When we see things in ho- at home, men aren't great at relationship. Young men are struggling to figure out relationship, especially with the introduction of social media and the distancing that's caused in our relational skills. And nobody's teaching relationship skills to young men. And so I want to help men be good at relationship. The second reason I want to help men be good at relationship is because I is one <laughs> and because I am a man, I know I can help men. Now, ladies, that doesn't mean this stuff isn't for you. It is for you. But I'm going to start to make a shift where I am talking to men a lot. Now, that is not to exclude you ladies. In fact, I think if you are a wife, if you are a fiance, if you are a girlfriend, if you are a mom, if you are a sister, you are going to want the men in your life to hear this podcast. You're going to want the men in your life to hear what's going on here. You're going to want to learn these principles as well. And that's why I've kind of kept it general because I think it's for everybody. But the reality is that I need to get very clear about what I'm doing. And guys, I want to talk to you because, dude, you suck at this. I'm just being honest. You suck at this. And here's how I know. I was 28 years old. I'd just gotten married. I'd lost my job. I guess I was 30 years. It was when I was 30 because I'd lost my first job. uh, And I'd lost it for reasons I couldn't understand. I did the job well. I understood the kids well. I was taking them deep in the Lord, which is what I thought I was supposed to do as a youth pastor. But the reality was I sucked at relationship with the people I was supposed to be working with. And then I got in a job uh, in Ohio And I was here about six weeks, and this guy at our church had had an accident at work and was stuck at home. And so I was asked to go visit with this guy at church. And so I went to visit with him, and I was there about 10 minutes when he looked at me and he goes, I might have to give you a second chance. And I was completely taken aback. I I had barely met this guy. I don't remember having any long conversations with this guy at that point. But at that moment, Dick looked at me and he said, dude, you suck at relationship. Now, I got to tell you, that was really hard for me. I've spent my whole life on a journey to try and figure out how to do relationship well. And the reality was I still sucked. (laughs) I was bad at it. And here's what he told me. I was moving so fast all the time at church. I didn't have time to slow down and just talk to a guy for two minutes. He said, isn't ministry about people? And he was right. 
But the truth was, I felt so busy. I felt so pressured to get things done on a Sunday morning that it was hard to stop. And I had to have some conversations over time that said, look, I do have a lot going on on a Sunday morning. Uh, I was basically in charge of making sure that the worship service ran the way it was supposed to every Sunday. So I had a lot of moving parts on Sunday morning. But that didn't mean I couldn't be relational other times. And it didn't mean I couldn't stop for just a minute to let somebody know that I cared about them. And the fact is that guys suck at this so often because we get so focused on what we're doing that we forget about the people. Have you ever said this phrase? This whole, this deal, this business would be easy. This family would be easy. This hobby would be easy if it weren't for the people. Anybody ever said that? I mean, we've all had that thought. If I didn't have to deal with people, it'd be easy. The problem is you have to deal with people. Everything we do is measured in relationships. And the people are the difference makers in and out of our lives. And so we've got to figure out how to do this better, how to do this well. So that's the reason for the 7 Daily Choices podcast. And what I want to do today, I'm going to go back through. I'm going to go through each of the seven choices. And I'm going to give you just a couple words to think about today, guys. Just a few words to consider so that you can begin to set yourself up for success in your relationships where maybe you've struggled in the past. Okay, so here we go. We're going to go through seven phrases. These are all going to help you, I hope. And so here they are. Number one, admit it. Admit you suck at relationship. Be honest about it. And and whatever relationships you're doing badly, you need to admit it. You need to tell people, hey, I haven't done this well. If maybe you've been good at part of relationship and bad at other parts of relationship, you need to say, I haven't done this well. I knew a guy when I was in Wyoming who for two years in a row, these were the anniversary gifts he had gotten his wife. First, he got her a toilet. Now, she'd been wanting a new toilet. They needed a new toilet. He thought, hey, she's talking about it all the time. I'll get her the new toilet she wants. Let me be clear, gentlemen. A toilet is not an anniversary gift. The next year, he bought her a vacuum. A vacuum. Listen, this is not an anniversary gift. This is not what you do for your wives on your anniversary. You want to find something romantic for your wives on your anniversary. And I had to spend time with him. And the next year, we figured out some romantic things for him to do. He got up and left for work. She didn't know. He came back with flowers, with candy. She thought he'd forgotten. He took her out for the whole day. They went and did things they used to do when they were younger that were fun and romantic. And she was overwhelmed because he was willing to take a minute to do what it took to get better at treating her the way she needed to be treated. And when you begin to admit you're not good at this or not good at part of this, when you begin to look at things and realize I haven't done very well, that's when you're ready to get help. And then you can get somebody else to come alongside you and give you better ideas. But you're never going to get better ideas if you think your ideas are the best all the time. Dude, admit it. You suck at this. Then number two, number one, admit it. Number two, ask why. Why am I bad at this? Why am I not good at this? The fact is there's probably stuff going on inside of you. There's some habits. There's some beliefs. There's some things that are deeper. And to do that, you got to get around some people who are willing to challenge and dig deep with you to help you discover 
why you do what you do or don't do what you should do in relationship. I know you don't want to be bad at relationships the rest of your life, but you are not good. If you're not good at it and wherever you're not good at it, you need help to figure out why. What is it that that is messed up, is broken, is off course in your life so that you can change it? You want to ask why. Number three, be kind. Here's why you got to be kind. In the midst of all of this, it's going to be hard and you're going to begin to feel pressure and you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're going to still mess it up sometimes. So you need to be kind to yourself and give yourself time. You need to be kind to others when you're in the midst of this trial and recognize you're not frustrated because of what they're doing or not doing. You're frustrated because you're not getting it and because you're being challenged to change and that challenge to change is hard. It's hard to become a new man. But the reality is, if you do that, you will be better at relationships in your home, in your business, in your church, in your community. You will be better at it because right now you suck. And, and the fact is, when we recognize that, when we recognize not just that we suck at, at relationship, but where we suck at relationship and why we suck at relationship, but we choose to be kind to others in the midst of it, we'll begin to turn a corner before we even recognize it. Okay, number four, tell the truth. If you've got secrets hidden in your heart, if you've got something down deep that you haven't shared, something you haven't told, something you haven't gotten out, guess what? It's going to hold you captive and it's going to continue to hold you captive until you get it out. So I want to recommend that you tell the truth. Also, when you're telling the truth, you need to be able to tell the truth about what others have done. Now, remember, be kind. Don't tell the truth in, in an abrupt way or in a mean way or with bad timing. You need to think all that through. You need to think through gratitude and generosity before you speak. You need to try to say it in a way that is kind, that is caring. But if you want your relationships to be better, you have to learn to tell the truth, to face the conflict that's going to come from telling the truth because you love other people and you want to be better at it. You're going to have to tell the truth. And until we tell the truth, things can't get better. That is one of the most beautiful gifts Dick gave me that day was he told me the truth. Nobody else had said anything. Nobody else had confronted me, but Dick confronted me and things began to change. In fact, by the time I left that particular job, <clears throat> I had a period where I needed to find other work outside of ministry while I was looking. And guess who called me and got me work? It was Dick. Dick and I became friends and he even helped me find work because I worked to improve on what he told me, not because it was that difficult. I mean, all I had to do was stop on Sunday for two seconds and actually talk to somebody. Talk to him, talk to others. Just be conscious that there are other people in the room when I'm running back and forth trying to get things done. And there were some Sundays where that was hard. But the reality is in the midst of my work, I had to just begin to see the people. And it wasn't a hard shift, but it was a major shift in my life that came about because one guy decided to be honest with me. And he was a guy who didn't like me, but he was honest with me. And because he was honest with me, it was the most loving thing he could do. In fact, I have now surrounded myself with men in my life. My best friends are honest with me. They tell me things I don't want to hear in ways I don't want to hear them so that I will hear them so that I can be better. That's why I want to say this to you, gentlemen, in a way you can hear it. Dude, you suck at this. 
you're not great at this. And if you think you're great at relationship, you need to look in the mirror. Because let me tell you something. I am a relationship expert. I have studied this. I have I have worked through this. I have challenged myself to teach others this material, and I suck at it. And I know I do at times that sometimes I blow it bad, and there are places where I still have work to do, and I know that, and you need to know that too. You need to recognize and be honest with yourself that you have work to do, and when you do that, you become a better man. So tell the truth. Number five, let it go. Listen, people have hurt you in your life. People are going to hurt you in your life. People you love dearly are going to say things and do things that hurt you. Let it go. We have to choose forgiveness. Listen, as you hang on to all the hurts in your life, what happens is they just get worse. They just get more difficult. You just have more trouble. So get rid of it. Put that stuff behind you. Let it go. Number six, number seven, no, six, (laughs) be strong. Integrity is about strength. And strength comes from integrity. Strength is not about me puffing up or doing something that, that makes me look big and bad. Strength is not about me gaining more muscle. Strength is about me being clear, being consistent, and having good character and making that choice again and again and again. That is what integrity is about. And you need to have integrity. You need to be strong. Be strong in who you are. Be strong in where you're going. Be strong in the way you live for others. Be strong for those around you. Be here. Be steady. Be a rock. And being a rock doesn't negate all the other things we just said. In fact, all the other things we just walked through will help you to be stronger, to be more firm, to be the person that the family that you live with can count on, can depend on. Be strong. Now, sometimes there's going to be conflict and you're going to have to deal with that in kindness and honesty. You're going to have to do that with safety and honesty. You're going to have to tell the truth kindly because there's conflict. But in the midst of that, you need to be strong about what's right. Be strong about what's right. And when you do that, people are going to learn to trust you because they know they can count on you over and over and over. And even in the midst of conflict, your wife will feel more secure. Your children will live with more safety and feel like they can do more. They will actually grow greater because you are being strong for them. Finally, number seven, and this is the most important, prioritize others. Right now, there's a whole lot of self-help. In fact, this particular podcast is listed in the self-help podcast. But the reality is we need to prioritize others. And here's what I mean by prioritize others. Number one, you need to prioritize God. You need time for meditation. You need time to be with the Lord. You need time to make sure you're set with Him and that your heart is right. Then number two, you need to prioritize your relationships in the right order. Your spouse is first. If you don't have a spouse, she's still first. What do I mean? Don't go making stupid mistakes that your wife's going to have to pay for 10 years from now when you're married. If you're never married, fine. 
But the reality is the majority of us are going to end up married at some point. And so we need to be thinking about our wife all the time. When I'm out dating before I get married, I need to be thinking about my wife. When when you've got a fiance, you need to put her first and not do stupid things that are going to end up being a problem for the rest of your life. Put others first. Prioritize your wife. She needs to come first. Then your family, your children, and your parents need to come next. You need to treat them and prioritize them above all else. Nobody ever got to the end of their life and said, I wish I'd worked more. You want to prioritize your family and then prioritize people. Always put people and put them in right order. Don't give too much time to people you shouldn't. Don't give too little time to people you should. Put them in priority order and then live out of those priorities, but make others ahead of yourself. You come last. Now, it's not that you don't come at all. And sometimes you have to take care of yourself to take care of other people. But you don't take care of yourself for yourself. It's not about you. It's about them. And they may not always understand that. But it is important for you to take care of you so that you can take care of others. If you don't do that well, you're going to end up sacrificing relationships. But you come last. You are the last person that you should care about. The people in your life that matter the most should be put in priority order, given the most time, the most energy, the most thought as you work through your life. That's what you need to do because otherwise you're going to continue to suck at this. And you don't want to suck at relationship. You want to be good at this. And when you're good at this, you're going to have a great life. When Jesus talks about having an abundant life, you know what? After that, he goes on to say a whole lot about money getting in our way. Instead, he talks a whole lot about how to live well with each other. That is a great life. When we live well with each other, that's how we build a great life. An abundant life is by by living well with others. Because your life will be measured in relationships, not in finances. It will be measured in how you spend your time for other people. That's what matters. So dude, step up. Go through these seven choices. Ask yourself, am I willing to admit where I'm wrong? Am I willing to figure out why? Am I willing to be kind in the midst of it? Am I willing to tell the truth? Am I willing to let things go that I should let go? And am I willing to be strong where I need to be strong? And finally, am I willing to prioritize others above myself, ahead of myself, not at the expense of myself, but for the benefit of others first? If you're willing to do that, then you won't always suck but you'll just be able to get better and better and better and you will live a great life. That's why I do what I do. That's why I'm here. That's what Seven Daily Choices is about. That's what I want to see happen. Listen, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard or what you've seen, you you can subscribe. Uh, You Do us a favor and give us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. That always helps our message get out to more and more people. Ladies, we're not abandoning you. In fact, my hope is that your life gets better because we're helping men to really figure out this relationship thing.
Okay. And if we help men, your life is going to be better. Everything will be better for you. So give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you think, tell us what we can do, what we can offer for you. Uh, if you're looking for a coach and you're looking for some help, I'm available and you can get a hold of me at support at sevendailychoices.com. Say, I need a coach and I'm willing to help coach you through relationship. We're working on restructuring the Relationship Black Belt Academy, which is going to be a place for uh, leaders, but men in particular, to go and learn about relationship and go deeper in these choices and gain some more knowledge and understanding of these choices so that they can dig deep in their lives. They're going to get some coaching in that too. Uh, so as I work through that, we'll start announcing and preparing for when that relaunch and then um, if you are looking for a speaker, either live or virtual, let me know. We're gonna we're willing to do that. We're willing to get out there so that we can help you be better at relationship. Because when when leaders get good at relationship, when they transform their relationships, they optimize their leadership potential and they ignite the world. And that's our big goal. And remember this: life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationship today.